Studies show that 703,000 people die by suicide every year, irrespective of age, gender, race, or social background. South Africa has the sixth highest suicide rate in Africa, about 11.6 out of every 100,000 people die of suicide. Four times more males commit suicide than females, and 75% of people will not get the mental health treatment that they need. How much longer will we continue to deny the existence of suicide and mental health? What will it take for us to recognize this as an epidemic and take action to reduce these numbers? Something must be done and something must give because we cannot keep losing our loved ones in this manner. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Pretty Big Life podcast. I am your host, Fulufelo Maseko. Now, on the 10th of September was Suicide Prevention Day and with reading articles dedicated to this and comparing the stats, I was shocked and kind of scared of how mental health and suicide are still not taken seriously by our generation. I mean, yes, people talk about it, But there seems to be a trend that surrounds suicide and mental health. This topic becomes a fad because we talk about it or are serious about mental health only when somebody well-known dies from it or there are news that have been highly popularized. But once the news die out or fade out, so does the conversation. And we seem to be going back to the same old patterns and using the same tools that we once used to be woke about the subject and to raise suicide um, and mental health awareness to inflict the same pain or more pain onto others. Yes, it gets us talking, but only for a little while and it isn't enough to keep the conversation going as well as to also push us to do our part or to take action of ensuring that we do not continue losing um, our loved ones through suicide. Once the conversation stops, we go back to the stereotypes that surround suicide, such as um, Suicide is only caused by traumatic events, which is not true. Or um, it's possible to beat suicidal thoughts just by isolation, which is also not true. Or rather, suicide is a sign of mental weakness. I read an article and a psychologist, T.D. Maseko, stated that although barriers have been broken, in creating awareness about mental health in general. Many black people continue to be in denial of depression because they think of it as being weak. You know, they say things like we have or we all have problems. We grew up in poverty. Um, We experienced apartheid. How can we be depressed about things now? 
Some call depression a white man's disease and say that we are copying them. If someone claims to be depressed, they call them self-centered cowards. And they start to mock them. They tell them to snap out of it, to be strong. And if it's a son, a brother, or a father, they tell them to be a man. And that is the biggest myth of all, that real men do not contemplate suicide. There are cultural beliefs around masculinity, which are a major contributor in fueling these myths and stigma around depression and suicidal behavior. Men are still raised or men are still being raised not to express emotions. It's the society is still perpetrating the idea that real men don't cry. And it keeps being a prominent um, thought even in our generation. Our men are going through a lot. And the saddest part is that they can't even talk about their pain because they are not provided a safe space to do so. They are often ridiculed for their pain and they're told to be strong. You know, in which is wrong. We need to stop invalidating the pain that they are feeling. And there has to come a point whereby this just stops being a gender war or a comparison between men and women. That no, they have it easy. You know, women go through a lot. I see that a lot in um, Twitter trends and stuff where the, when there is a debate where men are, for example, men want space. Um, women tend to try and invalidate their feelings by saying, no, you just have to work. You just have to, you know, we do all the big stuff. We do all. Yes, we all go through a lot. We all have problems. But we don't need to invalidate another person's pain based on we have to be a man we need to create a space to get each other through it to overcome this we must work together both genders combined because mental health and suicide does not discriminate it does not say I will only attack women I will only attack men no our men are going through a lot. We need to take care of them. We need to be there for them. Many of us have friends, family members, colleagues, and role models who have contemplated suicide, and yet we still struggle to decipher the facts from fiction um, regarding what they are going through. And the sooner we understand the truth behind suicide, the sooner we can find ways to help those who need it the most. And so we need to start having these difficult conversations. You know, approaching a loved one that is suicidal is not an easy task, but it is necessary. And asking them whether or not they're suicidal will not lead them to suicide or plant that seed that they have to kill themselves or, um, you know, or something 
but rather it creates a space in which that person is able to openly talk about what they are feeling without any judgment, you know. And by offering your support, they feel as though they are not going through this pain all on their own. You know, we need to be there. We need to be there for the people that need us. And being there is honestly the best medicine apart from ensuring that ensuring that they get the help that they need of course you know so be there and while being there be mindful of how they feel be mindful of how your loved ones are doing some may outwardly show their depression while others may be acting much much more subtle you know because um a suicidal person is not just that person um, or rather may not be that person that just wants to sit alone or is having lunch on their own or they look sad. It can also be the happy soul that everybody, you know, like the life of the party that everybody loves, loves to be around. They make everybody smile. They make everybody, you know, they might be doing that to hide the pain that they're feeling inside. You know, um, as much as some may not be subtle in showing that they are not okay, others may really be hiding their pain really well. I remember when I was um, in varsity, I had a friend that was going through some stuff. You know, um, she lost her brother to the same suicide and she was she wasn't okay, you know. She was going through a lot and even though we could see it, she wasn't, she couldn't open up to just anyone. And so this other day, her status says, her WhatsApp statuses were really, really weird. And because I'm somebody that likes to overthink things and look into things, it just felt as though she was saying goodbye. And so suddenly my heart just dropped and I was like, uh-uh, it off, you know, something is wrong. And I called my best friend because I knew that she knew her better than me. And, you know, um, I was like, where does this girl stay? And she was like, what's wrong? I'm like, something is happening. Where does she stay? And so when we got to her room, it seemed as though she was ready. It seemed as though she had already said her goodbyes. She had already um, written a letter. And it was, I think for me, it was a bittersweet moment because I was happy that we got there at the right time. But I was also kind of saddened that she wasn't, she didn't feel as though she could come to any of us and ask us for help, you know. And um, I don't know, maybe we also didn't create a safe enough space for her, you know. Um, it's It really saddened me. And that's why I keep telling my friends, all of my friends know that if you are going through a lot if you are going through anything you'd rather call me at 12 a.m and say hey i'm not okay i need somebody to talk to and i will be there for you and there's always a saying that i'd rather be 
um the one that you talk to at 1 a.m or the one that you call at 1 a.m when you're not feeling okay rather than attend your own funeral not your own your funeral we need to be there and we need to be observant about what um our loved ones are going through we are a generation that is going through the most um yes life is kind of convenient but also hard because we have so much um we put so much pressure on ourselves you know and the world puts so much pressure on us we are expected to be certain things at certain ages and some of us are just anxious about everything um depression isn't just being sad depression is a mental illness being suicidal is a mental illness we need to keep it in check we are going through the most and seeking help is okay we don't need to be ashamed of it if you feel like you are not okay do not suffer in silence ask for help either from a friend a family member or even me let us help each other get through this one day at a time one step at a time let's seek help and just be kinder to other people you know just be kinder the very same twitter or facebook that you will be using to type that rest in peace you died too soon you should have asked for help mental health is real stop using it for negative for you know inflicting pain into people or towards people stop your negativity if you have nothing good to say just shut let us help each other get through this and let us be kind Thank you so much for joining um, this episode and for listening. If you need help or you know somebody who does, call the Suicide Hotline. Um, all the details will be included in the show notes. I love you all and keep safe. Don't forget to share this with your friends and your loved ones. Bye.